0: Thus, compete to see who can do the most to make failure obsolete, a promise that is categorically impossible to achieve. A group mentality arises to serve as an activist on many of life's more common struggles, producing press conference holding advocates for natural struggles like aging and mostly self induced ones like being overweight. Their message is too often a demand to eliminate perceived stigma and pain, and seldom to share the wisdom to either learn to gracefully accept the changes of life or to change the lifestyles that led to failure. Failure is not about groups. It is ultimately personal. A house is repossessed. A relationship is dissolved. A child gets in serious trouble with the school or with police, creating a sense of failure for both the parent and the child. A substance abuse addiction is revealed. A job is lost. A bad reputation is earned. Faith has vanished. An injustice has been suffered, and prospects for recovery seem bleak. Failure is very real, and it is not pleasant. And yet, failure may be life's ultimate contradiction. Few things in life have done more good than failure, yet few things in life are viewed more negatively. We have it all wrong. We tend to treat each failure in life, from societal to economic to personal, as something totally new, or a reason to commit drama. We avoid it, mislabel it, deny it, defend it, and sometimes even make it more possible, mostly because we misunderstand it. We consider failure something inherently bad, and from which we must be rescued. Even though almost every person on earth has a story of one of those moments of failure, when things looked bleak, only to realize after the fact that it was one of the best things that ever happened to them. And yet nothing else in life that leads to so many positives gets so much negative attention and skillful avoidance as failure. Authors are advised to write what you know. So I write about failure because I know it all too well and because I think it's getting a bum rap. I know a lot about failure mostly from first-hand experience. I know about failure because of the kind of work I've been drawn to in my career. From facing the daunting task of rebuilding the commercial district most impacted by the 1995 bombing of the Murrah Federal Building in Oklahoma City, to leading the private sector development efforts of one of America's most successful downtown revitalization efforts, to work as a senior staffer in the U.S. House of Representatives, I've been at the forefront of turnaround efforts in response to staggering failure. But all failure, even at work, is ultimately personal. I know about failure because I had to come to personally understand it as an adult, since I was sheltered from too much of it as a kid. I charged into young adulthood without much in my toolbox to handle life, only to be shocked at the extent to which life was now up to me. I learned quickly that it might be fashionable to blame your parents for your problems as an adult, but it is a total waste of time. Whatever mom and dad did or did not do, once I hit adulthood, I held the deed to my life. And I was not a very good owner. To run my life with more success, I had to figure out how to own my own failures. I had become skilled at escaping, really just postponing, the consequences of failure. And I was a highly accomplished master of the quick fix. I had to learn that when it comes to failure, I could either take it seriously or I could face it again and again until I did. In this audiobook, I will talk about a lot of these failures, not because I'm particularly unique. Mostly, I want it to be clear that this is not some treatise done from the unchallenged heights of theory, but is instead a few of the things I learned from the School of Hard Knocks. I do this because I see a society that seems ill prepared for the hard decisions that tough times will demand in order to be successful. I do this because I see a new generation coming into the workforce who have been told for so long that they are special that they are ill prepared to undertake those two important words that precede most all success earn it. I'm not a psychologist, researcher, theologian, or sociologist. I'm just an ordinary guy with more screw-ups on my life record than I'm proud of, but also some successes that were born out of those struggles.